Uh, the countdown to kickoff, just uh, getting ready for the coin flip here as Enoch Mwamba and Jake Reinhardt go out for the Argonauts. The Ticats, I believe, are sending their entire roster out. They've got five guys out there for the coin flip. Let's go down to field level. Your head official tonight is Andre Prue. Hamilton, your choice. Ads has been called. We've got a head. You want to defer. You want the football. Which way are you? Toronto will receive. Okay, there we go. The Ticats win the coin flip and defer. And the Argos, listening to Natea J on the pregame show, obviously, want the football. And we'll see what they can do with it. Wearing their... Dark. I, this is probably my favorite color combo. They've got the dark jersey with the light blue numbers. They've got the light blue, the navy, uh, the, uh, uh, the the light blue pants, dark blue socks, dark blue helmet. I, lo- I this is a clean look for me for the Argos. I like it a lot, and incorporating a lot of a little bit more of that baby blue combination. I, I like it. And the more baby blue you can get, the better it is for I think younger fans because they you know attracted to brighter colors, but. It's clean. It's really, really clean. I like the white outline on the baby blue numbers on the jerseys. It just it just rounds it out. I love this combo. Ticats wearing their white jerseys. Uh, the rest is black. The name, the numbers, the pants, the socks, the helmets, with a little gold up top as well. And uh, they will be heading toward the Gardner, defending the end zone to the lake. So they will have the wind to their back. Argo's moving into the wind. Uh, will be to our broadcast left, heading toward the lake with their backs Defending the goal line closest to the Gardner Expressway. Busy night in downtown Toronto. There were some problems with the GO trains. A couple of cancellations coming in from the East End, apparently. I heard from folks on the Twitter machine. So people still filing in to BMO Field here for what should be, uh, I would assume, a dandy football game tonight. That's what we usually get between the Argos and Ticats. Not always. There was a home opener here in 2019 that we'd rather not talk about. And there's a game from 2000 and what year was it? 2005, when the Argos beat the Ticats 48 nothing. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of those. Let me. I, I, you I can use one. one of those today. September 10th, 2005, 48 nothing for the Argos at Hamilton. I remember that game. So there we go. So here we go. It's going to be Curly Gittens Jr. and A.J. Olette back for the Argos. Waiting the kickoff from Mike Domagala, the Carlton product. Interesting seeing Gittens being incorporated into the return game a little bit more. Speedy B expected to be the punt returner tonight. Just waiting. We got 20 seconds to go here before the clock hits zero and we get the okie dokie from Andre Prue. So this is good. The Prue crew is really good. Yeah. yeah. So this, I don't know. I think most people around the league do look at this as being the best crew in the Canadian Football League. So we should have a well-officiated game tonight. And hopefully it's a well-played game. And it's a big one for both teams. And this week, the world of broadcasting lost one of the greats in Vince Scully. So allow me to pay homage by doing this. We've gone through the warm-ups. We've had the coin flip. But it's time. It's time for Argo football. 
And there's the kickoff. Curly Gittens will take it at the five-yard line far numbers. Had to circle back for it. We'll take it to the 15 to the 20 and be taken out at the 25-yard line, which means the Argos offense comes onto the field led by McLeod Bethel-Thompson in his fifth year now, the San Francisco native out of Sacramento State via UCLA with an injured Ticat down right off the get-go. Max so far this year, 71.4%. 1,700 yards, fourth best in the CFL, eight touchdowns, six interceptions. And the, I can't get a number on the Ticat player, but he seems to be in quite a bit of discomfort down around the 30-yard line, right where the tackle was made. Did you get a number on him? I did not. And he is face down. So we won't guess on the number until. It looks like Thomas Erlington, the backup running back today. Who's out on specials? Thirty-one, and they're working on his upper back. Neck He's area. moving his feet, which is good news, and it's to the point where Orlando Steinauer, the head coach of the Ty Cats, is going to walk out onto the field to see how Sean is doing. Yeah. So once again, we'll set the offense while they tend to Sean, uh, Philip Blake, Gregor McKellar, D- uh, Justin Lawrence, Darius Bladek, and Shane Richards, the offensive line from left to right, starting receiver core: Tavares Daniels, Eric Rogers. Uh, we have Markeith Ambles, Cam Phillips, and Curly Gittens Jr. Brandon Banks not starting, but he will be on the field uh, kind of all over the place. I'm curious to see if they go to a six-receiver set at some point. Yeah, that would be a different look that Hamilton hasn't seen this year from the Argos. But I'm more excited about him you know, as a punt returner this year because going back to what he's been uh, known for and excelled at in this league, I think that will add a boost to the special teams that is much needed at this point. Andrew Harris is the running back, and when they go to a fullback set or a tight end set, the first guy uh, they'll look at is Declan Cross, the Oakville native. Defensively for the Ticats, their front four, it's Mason Bennett and Julian Hauser as the ends. Micah Johnson and Dylan Wynn are the tackles. Javon Santos-Knox has had a great year for the Ticats so far. He's the man in the middle at linebacker. Cameron Kelly is the Sam. Simone Lawrence is the Will. The corners are Jamal Roll and Siante Evans. Richard Leonard and Carell Brooks, the former Argo, are the halfbacks. And Tunde Adelike is the safety. And they are still tending to Sean Thomas Erlington on the field. That uh, is not good. Yeah, being on the field this long, it's it's never good. And especially, he's moving his arms, so that's a good sign. He's moving his legs as well. But, you know, to be down this long after the first play of the game, it's it's never a good sign. And, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to say to see. They'll be working on... No player's neck. The head coach goes out, and he's obviously concerned, and all the players are on one knee, and I think they're going to try to get him up. And he's That's sitting up sign. now, which is good, and the crowd That's is obviously going to react to that. That's a good sign. The, the one thing that you don't want to see is the golf cart yeah. come out, and uh, I was looking for it. It's not out. We don't see that very often anymore, no. uh, luckily. Um, you know, there are still serious injuries in this sport, but it is good to see the uh, Montreal Caravan product, who has had some pretty big plays against the Argos over the year. One diving oh, yeah. catch here uh, right in front of our broadcast location on the opening day, that route from a couple of years ago on opening day. And there's the best news of all. Yep. He's standing up, and it looks like he's going to walk off on his own. And I hope nobody goes over and pats him on yeah. the head. Yeah, oh, that. my goodness. That's, that... I was where a couple of players went. Obviously, they want to make sure that he's okay. He's not even being helped off. Yeah which is great news because when you see a guy down that long, it's pretty scary. So when all is said and done, the Argos will put it in play. First offensive play of this game after the kickoff. 
if you're just tuning in. Argos moving from left to right, and they will put it in play from the left hash mark at the 26-yard line. Hamilton will line up in a 40 front. They're just waiting for Sean to get off the field, helped by the training staff. And away we go. See what the Argos can do here to try to add to that 10 points they have scored all season in the first quarter. They'll start with four receivers to the short side with the ball on the left hash mark. Harris behind Bethel Thompson. And Harris will go right up the A-gap. Very tough defense to run on in Hamilton, and he'll get a couple of yards, maybe three. We'll see where they spot it. It will be second and seven or eight. You mentioned the very tough team to run on. They've got some extremely strong men up there. Dylan Wynn, Micah Johnson, uh, Bennett on the outside coming to his home. Julian Hauser round out the front four, and it's it's an impressive group. But then behind that is Simone Lawrence and Jovan Santos Knox. So it's not going to be a lot of room to run, but when you get it, you got to hit it. Second and seven and a half. Speedy Banks has checked into the game. Back to pass is Bethel Thompson. And on a curl, all oh. throws a, a pick. He was looking for Gittens. And the closest man to the ball who had both hands on her looked like was Siante Evans. And the Argos off the script go two and out. That was extremely lucky on McLeod Bethel Thompson's part. That wasn't a pick six because Siante Evans had this red all the way, sat it on it. It was a curl route. He had his eyes on the backfield the entire time. And when McLeod Bethel throws his ball, unreal jump. And Siante Evans kicking himself because he should have caught that. Haggerty's in for the kick and unloads one, especially into the wind. And it is taken back at the 30-yard line and up to the 45 is a game-time decision. Lawrence Woods the third. He was listed as a game-timer, and he is in the lineup. A weird combination. He's the return guy, but he's also the gunner on punt. Yeah. So a good return at the 46-yard line. That's where Dane Evans and the Ticats will take over. Evans so far 67.4%, 1,926 yards, 9 TDs, 9 picks. They will start three receivers to the near side, two up top. He's looking into the sun, shading his eyes with his left hand. He'll drop back against a four-man rush, look to the near side, and look long. And he has a man deep, and it is a diving attempt incomplete for Mike Jones. Back with the Ticats. And uh, he had coverage on the play by Amos, and it'll be second down and 10. Mike Jones back with the Ticats, probably one of the fastest receivers on this receiving core and testing out his deep ability early, trying to stress his defense out. This is a play that, you know, Dane Evans can make. Mike Jones is wide open, and he just misses him. So, you know, they'll get their timing down, but he's uh, added added weapon to this Hamilton Ticats offense, and I'm sure they're excited to have him there. Gave the wrong guy credit. Tavares McFadden in coverage for the Argos. Second and 10 from their own 46. Ball on the right hash mark. Three receivers go right. Back to pass Evans. Under pressure. Looks to the far sideline. Has a man, and it is juggled, and they're discussing it now. Did he get a foot in bounds? Yes. At the Argo 42, 47, it'll be a first down. This is Braylon Addison on the corner route. You know, great timing by by Dane Evans and fighting him, and he's able to work the sideline and get one foot in. It was extremely close, and he gets two. And Braylon Addison does a oh, great job on that Oh, but did he juggle side. it on the way out? Dane Willie will have to uh, decide if I he don't wants to. No, don't throw it now. It's yeah. the first quarter. First down at the 47-yard line. Back to pass Evans. 
Under pressure again. They set up the screen. Perfect call. Addison, 45-40-35. Cuts outside at the 30 and is knocked out of bounds at the 25-yard line. So another big play of 21 yards for the Ticats. That's Brandon Addison. It's their everything receiver. They'll, they'll use him deep. They'll use him intermediate. They'll use him in screen passes. They'll use him out of the backfield. And here he catches a screen pass. The Toronto Argonauts are setting four, but there's a lot of space vacated uh, in this twist, and he's able to get a lot of space and an extra yardage. Right hash mark, 25-yard line. Four-man rush this time. Evans under pressure again, gets hit hard, throws a jump ball to the end zone, incomplete out the back as he got smacked as he threw that football. Was yep. that Enoch? I didn't get a number on that, but Dane Evans had to do a lot of work to get out of that pocket and create extra time and looking for Lamar Durant down the middle of the field. If he had a little bit extra time, he may have found him, but that's the great the thing about bringing four and getting home with four. It forces the quarterback to make throws that he's uncomfortable with. Dane Evans' problem this year has been turnovers, interceptions, and fumbles, and the Argos want to make him as uncomfortable with the football as possible. Second down and 10 from the Argo 25. Nicely underway, no score. Evans back to pass. Has some time, goes into the flat far side. It is complete to Don Jackson, who will get about halfway home, but it'll be third down and five, and out comes the field goal unit very quickly for the Ticats. Great job by the Argos. You know, bend but not break right now. Allow Hamilton to have a couple big plays but to Brandon Anderson, but shut it down as soon as he gets close to the 20, force the field goal, get your offense back on the field. Seth Small is the place kicker out of Texas A&M, his first year in the Canadian Football League, 4 of 5 so far, as he took over from Michael Domagala. This will be a 28-yard attempt from the right hash mark. Argos don't put anybody at the back of the end zone. Snap and hold are good, and the kick is good as well. So the Ticats draw first blood on a 28-yard field goal attempt. And lead at 3 nothing with 11.04 remaining in the opening quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Seth Small comes up big for the Ticats with a field goal to break the ice. 3 nothing Hamilton nicely underway here, four minutes into the opening quarter. Argos went 2-0, and out, almost turned it over, so we'll see if they can get a little bit going here on the offense. Harris a two-yard run and then an incomplete pass, almost interception from McLeod. He talked about the first quarter woes and, you know, getting the ball first time to start the game. You want to get Andrew Harris rolling, but this Hamilton Ticats defensive line is probably the toughest defensive line to do that against. So I look for the Argos to come out, maybe throw the ball first down, maybe a screen pass, maybe something quick, and then hit Andrew Harris once you're in you know, second and short. Ticats can tie Toronto with a win, tie them for first place in the East. Argos can get a little bit of a bump and get a four-point spread between themselves and both Hamilton and Montreal with a win. Argos will take it at the 40-yard line. They'll put one, two, three, four receivers to the left side and throw a screen that way to Markeith Ambles across the 44. See if they give him the 45. No, it'll be a four-yard gain. Oh, they will give him the 45, so it'll be second and five. Yeah, we talked about it uh, in the second drive. you got to come out at something a little different, get this defense 
on his heels a little bit, then you can start incorporating Andrew Harris. So That's the 41st target of Marquise Ambles this year, most among any Argo receivers. Second down and five from the 45. Back to pass, Bethel Thompson has a man for the first down to the 50 to midfield. And they will mark it uh, with Cam Phillips making the catch across midfield and down to the 52-yard line. Solid pickup there of 13 yards. Solid pickup. Cam Phillips, big body receiver. So you know when he gets the ball, he's falling forward. He's getting extra yards, and he just runs a quick out here. He's able to freeze Cameron Kelly at the top of his route and work upfield for the first down. Coming over the near side is Gittens. And Harris started out in the slot, goes back into the backfield, and while still in motion, takes the handoff. And will go for about three or four, probably three. They'll mark it now, yes, at the 49-yard line, a gain of three, second and seven. Second and seven, you're on your own 50. You know, this is more than likely situation where you punt the ball so you got to get positive yards uh, on this play right you want to when a team scores on you especially on your home field you want to go right back and at least even score if not get a touchdown so this is an important play right here for the argos ambles and daniels to the near side back goes mcleod bethel thompson and he is going to get smacked three tie cats they rushed five three of them got through the line of scrimmage bethel thompson went down for the sack and out comes, once again, John Haggerty in the punt unit. You know, we talked about the linemen, you know, the continuity being an issue. Right, right there, Hamilton brings a blitz. They they fake uh, Santos knock. He he goes out. They bring a couple extra, and guys are just not on the same page. And when you see three guys on your quarterback, no, that's an issue up front. So back for the Ticats now. Once again, is Lawrence Woods the third, and it's a shank, but it'll go out of bounds. Inside the 30, around the 25-yard line. They'll mark it at the 23. So wasn't a good kick, but he got it done. We'll take the timeout. 3-0 Ticats. You're listening to Argo Football here on TSN 1050. 3-0. Early field goal on their first possession for the Ticats, who take the ball over at their own 23-yard line after the kick by Haggerty. Dane Evans on that opening drive for the Ticats, 3 of 5 for 44 yards. Argos defense able to hold them to a field goal attempt. Anything surprise you from the Ticats on that opening drive? No, you know, coming into the game, you thought Brandon Addison was this kind of guy they like to get involved in all three phases, rushing, screen game, uh, and intermediate passes. So we got him involved early. He made a great play on the sideline to kind of get him rolling. Then the screen pass got him in the scoring territory. Uh, nothing really surprised me. Um... No, it's going to be a tight game today. I, I just look for if Dane Evans is going to revert back to oppressing and how he started out the season. Addison had two catches on that first drive, one for 22, the other for 17. So two catches for 39 yards. At the 23-yard line, Ticats moving from right to left. Argo start with six on the line of scrimmage. Drop one back, and it's a running play up the gut. Jackson will take it across the 25 to the 28 or 29 and get about halfway, a little past halfway. They'll mark it at the 29. He'll need four on second down. Yeah, we talked a lot about this Hamilton rushing attack, and they've been last in the league uh, in, in rushing. And right there is an encouraging sign for them able to get, you know, it's a second and short with their running game. So, you know, that's something the Argos have been great at stopping this year, and they've got to be great today. 
Back into the 40 front. Ball on the 29-yard line. Now they show pressure from depth. They pick it up. Evans under pressure. He gets away from the two rushers. Rolls it to his right. Has a man on the sideline. It's caught at the 40 for the first down. Somehow Evans was able to elude more pressure. And Dane Evans is starting to do today what he did in the East Final a year ago, and he went 16 for 16. Yeah, he's had some of his better games in the CFL in this stadium. And, you know, that is the issue that the Argos had last last week with Caleb Evans, right? Getting out of the pocket, creating once your defense had, you know, done a great job in the initial play. And, you know, throughout the course of this game, you know, the Argos have to stop Dane Evans from using his legs. Argos have five on the line. Edwards Uh-oh. comes again. It's a quick hitch to the near side. Shields. Two blocks made, and it is Shields. Schiltz, the quarterback, lining up in the slot, and he'll take it across midfield down to the 49 of the Argos. That's his second catch of the season. This is something you don't see very often, right? When there's two quarterbacks in the game, you expect the other quarterback to be used as a thrower. But Schiltz has been getting a lot of run, you know, as a runner and having packages. But now they use him as a screen runner catcher and runner so you know uh, Hamilton is getting extremely creative and caught Toronto off guard there he checks out of the game the Ticats have their normal five pack of receivers in Evans is going to roll to the right on first down back back the throw to the left and it's going to get hit it's a jump ball and knocked away Jagera Davis was 35 yards downfield the former high school safety Turned on the football and almost had the pick as he was following Don Jackson. That's weird. Do you remember the East Final game? Oh yeah, he followed. He, that, was the same, that was the same. That was the same defensive call, and now it's just reverse. He's on the other team, but he had Don Jackson 35 yards down, and he had a, a just as good a chance for that interception. It would have been incredible uh, all the way downfield, but he gets the pass knockdown, and it still counts in the stat book. That's 270 Unreal. pounds of love Unreal. going 40 <laughs> yards downfield. Second and 10 from the Argo 49. Deeper drop this time from Evans. Goes over the middle, has him out of the 40. It'll be close to first down yardage as Mike Jones makes the catch, and the far official indicates immediately it's good for first down yardage down to the 38 and a half. Yeah, Mike Jones making an immediate impact. You know, his first game back in, in black and gold, you know, released by the Edmonton Elks, signs back in Hamilton, and has already had two catches and, and a couple first downs. So Mike Jones making an immediate impact so far. Ball on the right hash mark. 3 nothing. Ticats, five and a half left here in the opening quarter. Ticats moving right to left. Argos in a 40 front. Three receivers end up to the right, and they will go run play to Jackson, who gets stood up in the backfield and may get back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe a, a hair of the football a little further. Yeah, they'll give him the 38-yard line, so a gain of a yard at second and nine. Yeah, this is what we talked about, Hamilton loving to use their personnel. Now they got Braylon Madison with a carry, and they'll try to use him any way possible because he's a good football player. Right, so the Argonauts have to key in on where he's at all times, that all times of the game, and that this time they did a great job of stopping him for a short game. Steven Dunbar goes in motion from right to left, back to pass. Once again, Evans goes to the far side, and it is complete, and it'll be another first down for the Ticats down to the 25-yard line. And that one was too easy, and we have an injured Ticat receiver, Braylon Addison, the former Argo for a bit. Yeah. He's holding his ankle. And, and that's not good. good. No. It has been a hard-hitting game already, which you expect whenever the Ticats and Argos do battle. 
We saw Sean Thomas Erlington go down on the opening kickoff. And I, don't, uh, I haven't even looked to see if he stayed around on the bench or if he went in. No, he's standing on the sideline, so that's good news. But now Addison down, holding an ankle. And he has been their top receiver so far tonight. That's his third catch. Plus one carry. So while they tend to the dangerous receiver, we'll take a timeout with four and a half minutes remaining in the opening quarter. Three nothing for the Ticats. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Argo's offensive woes in the first quarter continue. Three nothing Hamilton here. Four and a half remaining in the opening 15. And Braylon Addison still down, holding his right ankle. They're working on that. And it's somewhat astonishing that, and I'm not demeaning the, or diminishing the injury at all, but for an ankle, you think guy gets up and they they help him off, but yeah. he's still on the ground, over on the far 25 yard line. That tells me it's not good. Yeah. I mean, anytime you're laying down for an ankle for that long, either you know it's it's really bad or you really can't move in. But watching watching the replay, I still don't know when he did it. Like we, I, yeah. I've seen this about three times, and there was nothing. It wasn't contact. It was on one of the plants or the hops, and he just rolled over at the end of the play and grabbed his ankle immediately. It's his right ankle, so, and I think the initial. An, I don't want to say Achilles. Yeah, but, that. Oh, yeah. Because that reaction tells me yes. that's what it might be. Because it wasn't. There was no weird motion i don't want to wish that on anybody yeah, that's tough because that's season that season that's into the next season um and he's coming off an acl injury yeah too so oh man i will hope that's not it for his sake yeah started his career in the cfl with the argos was only here for a bit uh, it's tough you see the argo training staff out there yeah. as well um so it's it's definitely a serious injury and they might have to bring the card out and that would that, that that can't be an ankle. No, like even if it was an ankle ligament. Yeah, yeah, you get up. He'd be he'd be off by now. And you got two guys. I, I hate to say the a word, but we yeah. saw a rash of those in the Canadian football last year in training camp when it opened. I think Saskatchewan had six the first day of camp. Yeah, it, it wasn't even the camp. It was it, it was, was the day before camp. day before camp conditioning drills. Was it, it six? It was it was I know four four for sure. And then. And there were others around the league. Yeah. So maybe it was six around the league. Yeah. Just as camp opened. But that's uh if that's a pop and that's boy, I hope I'm wrong, but yeah. seen yeah. a seen more than a handful of these things. You know, it's a intense rivalry between Toronto and uh Hamilton. They but you never you never want to no, see no, no, anything no. like that. You want to beat their best with your best. hundred percent. And you want the guys to go out and knock the crap out of each other and give each other a pat in the rear end afterwards and yeah. say good game. But the Ticats, uh, with 439 remaining here, have been moving the ball rather effectively and have it now at the 26-yard line. But the Ticats have also only dressed five, six receivers. Uh, so I'd assume, and I'll take a look at the at the personnel, they can do a couple of things. They could bring in a fullback in Jape Burke, but, uh, Burke, but Keandre Smith, yeah. the son of Pee Wee Smith, Adrian Smith, the, the longtime Cargo and Ticats, um, and one of he was uh, my partner with uh, with Pete Martin. We did a three man booth uh, on the radio station for uh, for a year. But um, Pee Wee's here tonight watching his kid play, signing autographs uh, before cool. the game. But uh, Keandre, the the first year player out of Guelph, is in the lineup tonight. He's the only other receiver they have dressed. So that would leave them with Lamar Durant, who's only played one game this year. Stephen Dunbar, Tim White, Mike Jones, who was just released by Edmonton, and Keandre Smith. 
along with Don Jackson. The injured earlier in the game, Sean Thomas Erlington. Jake Burt. So it's, there's, there's not a whole lot of depth because they've decided to dress players elsewhere. And Addison is still down on the field. Yeah. He's sitting up now, finally, That's a, which know, is good news. But the golf cart is out, and yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Damn, I hate to see that. Yeah, we suspected, you know, being down that long. Yeah, that's a tough. That's tough because that's a that's a great player. The guy means a lot to this Hamilton team. You know, dealt with injuries last season, uh, was able to fight back through the ACL and. Ah, uh, that's you never want to see that. His uh, teammates anymore. are all over now, over at the uh, golf cart, giving him a pat on the way out. And just because there was no, and now the Argos are going over as well. Tarveris McFadden and Achimpong, actually everybody over there. Robbie Smith, the last one, and away goes Donja. Uh, sorry, uh, Braylon Addison on the golf cart. So this changes what Hamilton might want to do offensively because yeah. it looked like going in, in yeah. the first series anyway. Big part. Braylon Addison was going to be the, the featured guy, and he's, uh, I don't know if that's a tear coming out, but he's hiding his eyes with his forearm. Oh, yeah. and That's the that's, point where you know it's yeah. all the, everything you did in the offseason to get ready, and and then now this season it's probably oh, lost. That's, that's tough. I hate seeing that. Yeah. Such an innocent-looking play. And you can tell how much he means to this team. I mean, everybody yep, is rolling out to him. They, they all feel that. Coaches, players, so there's a golf cart now off the field, and we'll be able to get this going. So to reset, 439 remaining here in the opening quarter. The Ticats have a 3 nothing lead, and they have the ball at the Argos 25-yard line, first and 10 after the Addison first down. Andre Pru just getting ready to whistle things in and does. And the Ticats will run a bunch formation, and it looks like it is Jake Burt who is into play. And they will go running play to Jackson. Nice cross block, and he'll take it down to the 9-yard line. It'll be a first and goal after a gain of 16. Too easy. Too easy. Uh, this is the Hamilton team. We talked about it before, last in the league in rushing, and to allow a rush like that down close to the red zone is uh, got to be disappointing for the Argos. But now they've got a chance. They've got to stop, hold this to three. Ball on the right hash mark. First down. Jackson again will get hit at the line of scrimmage this time and get nothing. And he is thrown backwards. Robbie Smith out of Laurier going in, the Brampton native, with the tackle. And this will maybe sum up the Ticats' rushing woes very simply. Andrew Harris had more rushing yards in the game against Saskatchewan yeah. than Hamilton's leading rusher. Yeah. And Hamilton's top two leading rushers are both quarterbacks. <laughs> I was going to say, your backup quarterback is your leading rusher. There's something wrong. That's Matthew Schultz. So here's some good news for the Ticats. Sean Thomas Erlington's in the game after what looked to be a very substantial injury on the opening series. And the Ticats are calling a timeout. Do they have too many on the field? No, they had personnel in- Three, issues. Three, six, yeah. nine, twelve. They had 12 on the field, but not the right 12, apparently. Yeah, because Braylon Addison's out now. Now they're going to ask Sean Thomas Rooms to do some of the things that they were asking Braylon Addison to do. So, you know. So a timeout in the first quarter by Hamilton. They've got one left. See if that comes into play later. It'll be a second down and a goal to go from the nine-yard line. Ball on the right hash mark. Three receivers to the near side. Two up top. 
including Burt, who's the number all, one overall pick on the draft a couple of years ago. Back to pass. Evans under pressure, rolling out to the left, rolling, throws over the middle, has a man touchdown, and it's Sean Thomas Erlington. Check it. Don Jackson. Saw him come out of the backfield, and he's going to break dance in the end zone as the Ticats up the lead to 9 nothing. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. Before that play, I was like, it is important to keep Dane Evans in the pocket, right? Make him beat you from the pocket. And that play, he's able to wiggle out, buy some extra time, finds his check down receiver. Late, everything was covered. You know, he's running a check down route. Dane Evans decides to roll out, then finds Don Jackson late. That's a play that, you know, it just has, you got to have that. You got to have that if you're the Argos. Limit the out of pocket plays. I know they learned from last week. Caleb Evans did that the entire game, and they've got to apply it to this game. Small comes in for the conversion attempt, has the leg and the accuracy, and it's 10-0 Ticats with 2.58 remaining in the opening quarter. We'll take the timeout. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. 2.58 remaining. First quarter, Ticats up 10-0. Field goal from 28 yards and a 9-yard pass from Evans to Jackson as the Argos look for something to try and get a little mojo going here in the first quarter. The fourth quarter rolls continue, but a touchdown here, and it'll all be forgotten. You gotta, it's got to be some sort of answer right here. The counter punch would be good. No question about it. And it will be, once again, Curly Gittens Jr. and A.J. Olette deep for the Argos. If you have been following the Argos and you're saying, why are you saying Olet? Well, we've been mispronouncing it for two years. That's why. Olet, not Oulette, even though it's a French-Canadian spelling. Olet. That's how they say things in Ohio, just <laughs> so you know. It's funny. If you grew up in Montreal, you'd be saying it completely different. Sure. And here's the kickoff, and it will be Gittens. Going outside the numbers to the five-yard line. He'll start outside the numbers, cut to the middle of the field to the 15. Has some blockers, cuts it upfield, 20, 25, 30. So decent return, 25 yards, and that's where the Argos will take over first and 10. That equals his longest kickoff return of the season, though he's only had six. So here's the offense. With McLeod Bethel-Thompson, two of three for 18 yards. That's it. They've had two and out, had a first down, and then a sack took them out of a potential drive. Three receivers come to the near side, and they will go play action. And a slant pass looking for Daniels was tipped at the line of scrimmage. Looked like everything was there, but a Ticat defender got a hand up, and it'll be second and ten. That's sometimes the frustrating thing about football. I mean, you could have everything drawn up to perfection. One lineman gets his hand up, tips a pass, it goes wayward, and it's a win for the defense. So, you know, tough play. It looked like a great play call, right decision to go to the slant, and it just didn't work out. Now you got an opportunity, second and ten. You've got to convert. You've got to answer this score by the Ticats. Three receivers up top. The number two is Banks. Pressure from up top, yep. and Bethel Thompson gets hit. They're calling this a loose ball? No, it's an incomplete pass. And again, pressure, this time from Kelly. And the Boo Birds are out here at BMO Field, exactly what this team did not need with Hamilton in town. Yeah, no, we, you know what? We talked about it. Five, seven-step drops are going to be difficult in this game. And already 
you know, you, it's it's tough. It's, the D-line is great, but, you know, the offensive line in this game, you don't have your, your, your main guys. The communication is going to be off, so any kind of blitz or twist, it's going to be tough to protect it. So you see that. He's getting pressure. He's got to get rid of it. Haggerty, a better punt this time. And it will chase Woods back to the 30. Great downfield coverage to spin him out wide, and the second group got him at the 35-yard line, so that's where the Ticats will take over with... A minute 50 remaining here in the first quarter. It's 10 nothing Ticats. Dane Evans so far, 8 of 11 for 108 yards in the opening quarter. What is it? Why does he have success to get more success against Toronto than anybody else? I don't know. I don't think he knows, but I, I know <laughs> he, he mentioned the grass this week when I was listening to some of his comments during the week. He said he it's more natural to him growing up in, uh, I believe, Oklahoma. So. It's, it's something to watch. Argos have five on the D line. Ticats have a tight end to the top. Back to pass Evans. Wants to go long again. He goes over the middle and has a man on a crossing route at midfield. It is caught by Stephen Dunbar, and that'll be good out to the 53-yard line. That was a great catch by Stephen Dunbar. Rock uh, working the crossing pattern. Dane Evans had a lot of time. He worked the play action, had time to wait for Dunbar to get across the field. And uh, great diving catch by Stephen Dunbar, and the Argos have a defensive back down. Shaq, Shaq Richardson, Richardson is uh, limping. And you talk about being thin. Caleb Holden is the only other DB listed, although Priester can play back there. Yeah, Priester was originally a defensive back, and you know was switched to linebacker yeah. with Chris Edwards being out, so he got some experience with that. And Priester is going to get the call, and he will go and play boundary half right out of the right out of the chute. So it'll be a first down for the Ticats after the 18-yarder to Stephen Dunbar Jr. out of the University of Houston. First and 10 at their own 53. Argos in a 40 front. And it's a fake pitch to the far side. They come to the near side to Jackson, who's going to get first down yardage. It looks like they will. They'll mark him at the Argo 46. Interesting design there. It looks like Hamilton and Week one of four is opening up the playbook. They are. They're being a lot more creative. And, you know, you know when there's an injury on the field, the offensive coordinators like to attack that area of the field. And you saw them attack that area of the field, the boundary half spot where Priester being in with a screen pass. And they caught Priester blitzing. I think it was a little miscommunication on the Argos part. Sean Thomas Erlington is in as the lone setback. He'll take the ball. Big hole up the middle. He'll take it to the 34. Gain of 12. And again, they are making this look easy. Easy. I mean, the, the Hamilton Tigers are the worst rushing team in the league, and right now they look like the best, and I don't know what's going on. Usually the Toronto Argonauts are stout up there, but they've got to lock in or this game is going to get away. Argos have only allowed, going into this game, 31 rushing first downs. Lowest in the CFL. They've only allowed two rushing touchdowns. Tied for lowest in the CFL. But Hamilton's done a nice job so far. First down and 10 from the Argo 34. Evans, quick hitter, near side, has a man complete. And it is Keandre Smith with his second career catch. Pinball Clemens' godson, by the way. As he and Adrian Smith, Keandre's dad, best of buds. And that's the final play of quarter one. And it's uh, all Ticat so far, 10-0, and they're on another drive. We'll see if the Argos can turn it around here when we come back. It's Argo football on TSN 1050. 